Hello, you are listening Radio Madhyapradesh India. Uh, hello. My name is Michael Barron and uh, I'm based in Melbourne, Australia. I'm currently running my own consultancy company, Barron Consulting, and I'm also doing a bit of work at various Australian universities delivering information system management and digital transformation courses. It's a great honor for me to be invited to be part of the Mentor Talk series. So I would like to thank uh, MITWS uh, Radio and uh, of course personally Dr. Karen Pratap Singh, the founding president of the radio, the driving force behind the project, which I think is truly instrumental in uh, bringing ideas from across the globe towards a common knowledge bank and allowing all of us to share our ideas, share our thoughts, share our experiences and uh, learn from each other. Um, today I'm going to talk about uh, challenges to big data analytics because recently I've been involved in a number of big data analytics projects and i must say that uh, as time goes by things are supposed to get easier so the longer we are engaged within a particular field for the easier we are supposed to find the tasks that we are faced with but with the big data analytics because of the technical complexities because of the ever changing environment once we pass a particular range of challenges new challenges appear to emerge so i'm going to talk about some of those challenges today challenges to the big data analytics uh, so first thing first just to be clear what big data is when i refer to big data I refer to data sets which are large and complex and uh, well those two the size and complexity are the defining features of big data well the size of the data is important but it is manageable these days the sheer amount of data is something that organizations can uh, organize and manage as long as they have sufficient resources available and as long as they understand the data it is complexity of the data that is posing the greatest challenge of all data comes in a range of formats yet we need to bring it to the common denominator and unless we do so it will be very hard for us to come up with the objective and accurate analytics outcomes so the first challenge i think that uh, is very transparent today is difficulty in finding so called experts 
difficulty in assembling a team of uh, knowledge professionals in the field of data analytics for large projects. In order to make the analytics effective, if it's a major project, such as for instance, the project of uh, COVID contact tracing that uh, the Australian government is currently undertaking, trying to see the spread of the virus, trying to use analytics to follow up on the virus spread around the country. And of course, the role of analytics here is quite pivotal. And I'm sure similar projects are happening around the globe. Other countries also are trying to understand the nature of the virus spread. So in order to do such kinds of complex analysis, it's not enough for us to use one, two, three, four, five tools. We need to use um, a very wide range of tools and uh, using many tools requires assembling a team of um, experts, data scientists, data analysts, data engineers who are going to work together, who are going to specialize with different analysis methods, as well as able to apply different tools, interpret the findings from those tools. This is a challenge because uh, one may be an expert with some of the tools, but not with others. So this diversity in data analytics teams is something that uh, we really need to work towards. And for now, it's often not so easy to get all of the experts under the umbrella of a single team. The second challenge is, in many cases, we really struggle with the, the data growth issues. More and more data becomes available. And as we keep accumulating more data, we often struggle to establish when is it that the data becoming outdated? When are we going to draw the line and establish which data should be considered as current, which data should be considered as historic? How do we format the data? How do we make sure that uh, while analyzing diligently all the data sets, not only we establish what each of the data set means, but we understand the trend. Because one of the main benefits of accurate data analytics is ability to establish the trends, not just to establish the meaning of the data, but understand the trends that this data is telling us about. And uh, this is often a problem. We're too stressed studying the data that comes our way to take a more holistic, if you like, approach and understand uh, not only its exact meaning, but the story behind it, the story behind the data maybe the future stories to come. Then, of course, uh, the challenge of um, security. We're working with a lot of data. We're responsible for handling this data. 
when we are collecting data from individuals the data is being shared with us on the assumption that uh, it's going to be confidential that we are going to keep it secure that uh, it's not going to be revealed to the third parties this is very significant kind of responsibility can we handle this responsibility what measures can we take in order to maintain security of the data sets and then uh, as far as security is concerned as far as privacy is concerned there is also an issue of uh, data sovereignty we are dealing with data that comes our way from around the globe and uh, there are different rules there are different policies there are different uh, security requirements and standards that could be anticipated depending on the geographic location of uh, the organizations of the individuals that uh, the data comes from likewise depending on our location we should be able to secure handling of the data in a way that is uh, supposed to be a standard in our region in our country so there is a lot of talk about international standards in data management about uh, multinational firm being able to consolidate data to handle it in one integrated manner around the globe but in reality it's often a challenge because for instance uh, the privacy laws in australia this is the country i am based in are very different from privacy laws in india or in singapore or in germany so when i am responsible for the data i need to be aware not only of uh, the data handling and management and security issues in uh, australia but uh, i need to understand where the data comes from and uh, what to do about it what to do about laws and requirements of uh, other countries another challenge that's right there's plenty of challenges so there's more so another challenge is to do data analytics effectively we need to have understanding of the industry we're analyzing the data for so for instance to do health analytics we need to have some understanding about the health sector if we want to do analytics for educational institutions something i've been doing for my clients i need to have a good understanding of uh, kinds of uh, issues that uh, the educational institutions are dealing with so it's not enough to be a data scientist you cannot just say look we're a team of data scientists we understand the analytics we understand the tools we can analyze what's going on in your organization unless you have some at least some background knowledge of the industry you really cannot do it and uh, often 
by dealing with the cross-industry environments because uh, many organizations, they're not really operating within a single industry. They're operating within a framework that is home to several industries. For instance, if you look at um, the travel industry, the travel industry often comes hand in hand with the hospitality industry. The travel industry often comes hand in hand with the, the additional service industries that are suffering greatly or benefiting greatly from what is going on in the travel industry. To understand those specific issues, being a data scientist is definitely not enough. So, got to be multi-skilled if you like. Got to be able to put together your industry skills and data analytic skills. So, I discussed uh, some of the challenges to big data analytics. Now maybe it's good to get uh, a little bit more positive and uh, suggest, uh, if not remedies, then at least uh, some approaches that we could consider to deal with those issues. First of all, very effective and this is what I found very, very effective indeed. Try to put together a team of people who are not necessarily having strong background in data analytics, but uh, have a range of skills. So don't look out for teams that are similar in their backgrounds, that are similar in what they're doing. Have a team of people where, for instance, out of uh, six people who are working together, two are data analytics specialists, two are industry experts, and two are strategy experts. As a team, they can work amazingly well to establish the trends, to analyze the data, and to be able to not only to study the data at their fingertips, but also provide recommendations to the client. What should be done next? Because to me, at least in my practice, data analytics is not about only understanding what happened, what has been happening. Even more importantly, it is about establishing what should be happening next, what is the next step. So in order to develop a strategy, in order to develop a step-by-step -step plan, where to go from there, we certainly need to have uh, people in our team who can think beyond the data, who can look deeper into their analytics, if you like. Last but not least, I think we 
need to make sure that uh, we keep looking at the most current data and we keep working with the live data. What I mean by live data is, as time goes by, new data is being generated. And on many instances, I noticed the following pitfall by several organizations. What they do is, they collect the data, they carry out the analysis, and then they provide recommendations based on this analysis. So, the analysis usually takes some time. And uh, by the time it is ready, things may have changed. For instance, in the light of COVID, and I keep referring to COVID, you know, throughout this talk because I think it's one of the key factors that, uh, you know, that is shaping out the current environment. So we download some data, we carry out the analysis, we process the data, we come up with recommendations. And by the time our recommendations are out, the situation may have changed. The recommendations are no longer current. They are no longer addressing the situation that uh, our client is dealing with. So I think it's becoming truly essential to work with the live data and to keep reviewing our analytics to keep reviewing our findings to incorporate the latest data. Otherwise, how can organizations, how can our clients possibly act upon our findings? So I better leave it there. Of course, the big data management is a very, very massive topic as big as the big data itself so many different dimensions to consider when we're doing big data analytics so there's a lot more to be said i guess and uh, i'm looking forward to some future talks where hopefully i get a chance to talk about different dimensions of uh, big data analytics maybe pick up some uh, more specific issues, maybe have dedicated talks about big data security, maintaining accuracy of the big data, formatting of the big data. Well, stay tuned. And thanks once again for having me over.